in-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News Today. Some people in Cedar Park are back home this morning after being evacuated for a bomb squad investigation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. I'm Sally Hernandez. The FBI is now taking over the investigation linked to an explosion at a hospital parking garage. The Austin Police Department's bomb squad, Cedar Park Police and the FBI all searched the Cypress Gardens apartment complex yesterday. It's unclear if they found anything, but we do know the investigation is linked to Wednesday's car explosion that happened inside a garage at St. David's Medical Center. The address where officials searched matches the suspect in Wednesday's explosion. 38-year-old Raymond Garner was arrested and charged with a third-degree felony of components of explosives. And an investigation continues this morning in Georgetown after two people were found shot to death in a home on the 500 block of Vaughn Street. The Williamson County Sheriff's Office says 911 received a call around 5 last night about two people dead, a man and a woman. Deputies say the preliminary investigation suggests this was an isolated murder then suicide. Investigators say there's no danger to the public. First warning weather with meteorologist Sean Kelly. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday to you. We start with another day here with critical fire conditions as we continue to see the heat, the lower humidity into the afternoon, and the strong gusty winds. And boy, are we continuing to deal with this excessive heat wave, this extreme heat. That's actually the longest in recorded history. We're now at 50 days of triple-digit temperatures, and we have a lot more to, to get through here. Excessive heat warnings for nearly every county. Heat advisories down towards the south and west. We want to make sure everyone is being safe, especially as we make our way towards the weekend, making sure you're drinking plenty of fluids and uh, staying out of the sun if you can. 80 degrees as you're stepping outside on this Friday morning at 431 temperatures down in Gillespie County. Good morning to you in Fredericksburg. You're at a nice 78 degrees, 79 in Johnson City, 81 in Lampasas, 82 from Georgetown down through Kyle, 80s further towards the east. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll talk about if there is any relief in sight and when those fire conditions will improve. Sean, you mentioned fire danger remains high, but there is some good news on the wildfire front in our area. Texas A&M Forest Service saying all of the wildfires that we've been covering in Central Texas are now out. Great news when we take a look at the wildfires that burned in Central Texas area this week. First, there's that grass fire in East Austin. That one started on Wednesday. It burned 100 acres and two vacant buildings before that one was fully put out. The Palmer Lane Fire in Cedar Park burned 37 acres and displaced dozens of people after destroying an apartment building. And then finally, the Oak Grove Fire. That one started out in Hayes County last Saturday. That is completely out after burning 400 acres, though, and one home. And despite those fires being out, firefighter leaders across Central Texas are meeting this morning, working with each other to get resources to the right place. KXAN's Grace Reader got some insight into what those morning briefings consist of and what changes have been made to keep you safe. With destructive fires popping up in all corners of Central Texas this week, from Hayes County to Cedar Park to East Austin, Travis County Emergency Services Districts say they're constantly coordinating among themselves and with those surrounding counties so they've got resources in the right place when a fire breaks out. It's not just Travis County. We're doing Hayes County, Wilmson County, and all the surrounding 
Uh, when there's a large fire, it's everybody's problem. One of the tools Travis County firefighters are using right now is this bus. And this is just a place for them to get off the fire ground. Which creates a central place for firefighters to cool off, get water, and brief each other. It's one of many resources being talked about in regular briefings among the ESDs, Austin Fire, and surrounding counties. And we just talk, what does our staffing look like? Where are we seeing fires occur? Who do we already have on the fire line that we need to replace? And it, it's really about communication. Staffing is something that's changed with the conditions. Travis County says they're sending star flight to scenes earlier and sending more units to fire calls in an attempt to make sure small fires don't get to be big ones. Upgrading our response to uh, a brush fire instead of sending one or two units, we are now talking about sending more to get those apparatus on the road heading in that direction. That means firefighters with the county are stepping up to work long days and more of them. When the weather conditions get like this, we're going to have to start asking for people to hold over and work longer hours. Grace Reader, KXAN News. And even without conditions like we're seeing right now, ESD leaders telling Travis County commissioners earlier this week because of growth and county demand, minimum staffing levels have overall gone up roughly 20% all across ESDs. It is Friday and Austin Pride is this weekend expected to be a big event. First responders making sure local businesses know though how to respond in case of an emergency. The Austin Police Department, Austin Travis County EMS and Austin Fire all training businesses in the warehouse district. You see them here. Organizers say that this empowers businesses and employees to help minimize the loss of life if tragedy strikes. That's the purpose of this training, is to add minutes, add time to that life, add time to allow us to be able to respond and provide the other resources, but not allow somebody not to be receiving as immediate of a response as possible. This training is possible due to funding and coordination from the Lesbian and Gay Peace Officers Association. Handful of downtown streets, including Congress Avenue, will be closed for the parade on Saturday. Most of the roads should reopen by late Saturday evening, but online right now at KXAN.com, reporter Kelsey Thompson has a complete breakdown of all the closures, as well as ways to get to and from the event safely. You may be able to save some money, some cash during tax-free weekend. Given families help while preparing for the school year, you can save money on most clothing, footwear, school supplies, and backpacks, anything under 100 bucks. That starts today and goes through Sunday. Deadly fires in Maui, the latest numbers of people impacted by all that destruction after the break. And why the unrelenting Texas heat could be dangerous to you when you're driving. Good morning, it's Friday and we're taking a live look outside. This is up in Round Rock, traffic flowing here, but we are starting to see some other problems pop up on the map. Erica is gonna join us in a bit to explain where those are. Meantime, smoke continues to rise from the historic town of Lahaina after wildfires burnt it down. The death toll climbing. As of this morning, it's 55 people confirmed dead, more than a thousand buildings destroyed, those flames fanned by a distant hurricane continuing to devastate much of Hawaii's Maui Island. Multiple neighborhoods that you could see there burned to the ground. Officials report widespread devastation to Lahaina, its harbor and surrounding areas. And there were thousands of people who were forced to evacuate and thousands that are still without power. Some even fleeing into the ocean, jumping into the ocean to escape all the smoke, all the flames. The state says thousands of acres burned. 
How one Central Texas school district is working to fill vacant positions and make sure your child gets to school. Sick dogs in the Austin Animal Center, the problems they're facing and how you can help. Just over three weeks away from the opener for the Longhorns coming up. We'll hear from the leaders on both the offense and defensive side of the ball. Happy to have you back here with us as we kick off this morning looking live out over downtown Austin. This is from our KXAN Tower camera above our studio in West Campus. Hope you're having a great start as uh, we can begin to see the weekend right around the corner. <laughs> School districts across Central Texas working to make sure that there is a bus driver to take your child to school. These shortages led to major disruptions in Lake Travis ISD last year. They did, and KXAN's Nabil Ramon had talked with school district leaders to find out how things are shaping, shaping up now and the, the things they made to change so that it can be improved for your kids. A little training. Good luck, son. Ready to go is always good before the school year starts. Tom Lewin has been driving buses in Lake Travis ISD for seven years. Today's training. Eye-hand coordination and the most important thing are mirrors are my friend. This obstacle course a breeze for him. Bus number one, will you hold please? But it could be the first time some of these drivers will see it. Everybody say Lake Travis. Do you recognize a lot of these names? Any new names on here? I recognize a lot of the names, but we do have, we've hired 15 new drivers this summer. Paula Miller is the director of transportation. She says last year, the shortage of drivers meant they had to cut some routes. The district didn't offer students living within two miles of a campus transportation. And for everyone else, they'd only offer rides every other week. We were able to go back to filling every seat with the 15 drivers to keep us from having to do the rotations. One reason why more people have come back is the pay. We started at $23 an hour last year and we're up to $25.38 this year. That's for a first year driver. With experience, some people can make close to $40 an hour. We've had some people that have come through the last couple of years said they would come back if the pay was right and this year they've come back. For Lewin, it's more than just pay though. I like getting up early in the morning and seeing sunrises and seeing, seeing smiling faces. Hey, we all like seeing so the nice. sunrises. That was <laughs> Nabil Ramana for us. Lake Travis ISD says it's still hiring. It's also already planning for future bus routes as the district continues to grow. Digging deeper here, school districts across the country are dealing with these bus driver shortages though. Many making changes to address the problem, some cutting some school bus routes. Around this time last year, we reported that some Central Texas school districts had to begin recruiting new drivers under new federal requirements. So now new drivers seeking a commercial driver's license have to go through the entry level driver training process. Many districts deciding to implement pay raises as well as offer and pay for training on site. A waiver was also offered to help drivers obtain their commercial driver's license. Well, the domain could get an update with the development in North Austin that's starting the first phase of a multi-million dollar renovation project that will take two years to complete. The first phase is going to focus on giving the exterior a refreshed look and feel. 
The renovation is going to pave the way for the addition of several new shops. Century Oaks Plaza, located right between True Food Kitchen and North Italia, will also be what they call reimagined. And the plaza will feature refinished terraced seating and a new lawn space. Phase one is expected to be complete by the end of October. All the stores are going to remain open during construction. If you are heading out shopping, as we mentioned, it's tax-free weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just in time for back to school. Get sunscreen when you go shopping <laughs> for supplies. You need the sunscreen. You need plenty of water. And uh, I'm talking about maybe swimming weather for the next two months yeah. here. This oh is my no, gosh. There's just no relief in sight. I'm trying to find oh. it. I'm looking for it. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I don't see it. I, we're looking at triple digits at least, at least minimally through the next 15 days or so. Temperatures right now this morning. It's comfortable, at least on this Friday morning, 78 in Fredericksburg. Good morning to you. Thanks for joining us in Georgetown. A nice 82 degrees, 83 in Flatonia, sitting at 81 up in Cameron. Through the next few hours, these temperatures climbing quickly. 11 a.m., we're already into the low 90s. Starting off a little bit cloudy, but we'll see those clouds clear. Basically, uh, rinse and repeat forecasts each day here. Another afternoon with windy conditions. We'll see some wind gusts near 20, maybe 25 miles per hour. That and the low humidity that we continue to see each and every afternoon in combination with the updated drought monitor showing the extreme drought exceptionally dry for portions of Gillespie County and Blanco continues to give us that critical fire weather here for uh, much of the area. Basically all of Central Texas in the very high risk today, including even extreme fire conditions for San Saba and Lamp Passes. So we have to be extra, extra cautious here. Any initial spark would be able to spread rapidly. Here's a look at the overall weather pattern, really kind of giving us this heat, this extreme heat, record-breaking heat wave. We may, by next Thursday, as the high-pressure system shifts back a little bit further towards the four corners, this may drop us down into the low 100s, closer to maybe 103, 104, but still dealing with this well above average temperature streak that will continue on. Across the state, we are dry, rain-free, nothing going on out there. We're looking at record-breaking high temperatures today, 108 degrees. Gusty winds out of the south, 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, we're down to 80 degrees. Winds continuing to be a bit breezy at times. Record-breaking heat to kick off the weekend. And the temperatures here and there fluctuate by a few degrees, but not much change as we head all the way through next week with plenty of sunshine. On, thank you. It's the unrelenting heat that's making driving dangerous for some because it's causing blowouts when it comes to their tires, on their cars and trucks, and that could be re really dangerous. So mechanics say the rise in the temperature increases the pressure or the PSI in your tires. And that can sometimes cause bulges in your tires and in serious cases, a blowout. Mechanics suggest keeping your tires below the maximum tire pressure. Usually you want to be about from 15 to 10 pounds under the max allowed. So let's say it's 80, you should be within 55 to 60. Okay, and it's also important to note newer vehicles have the tire pressure indicators. However, those only warn the driver of low pressure and not when it's at the highest pressure. The Austin Animal Center needs your help moving out healthy dogs out of the shelter after seeing a rise in canine distemper cases in dogs coming in. Because of this, they're trying to get all the healthy dogs into foster or adoptive homes in order to separate them and create isolation space for the sick dogs. 
Distemper is a virus that primarily affects unvaccinated dogs. It can impact all systems in the body. Recent adopters should also be aware of the symptoms, lack of interest in food, extreme lethargy, severe nasal discharge, coughing, muscle tremors, also seizures. Heads up if you're wanting to go to the library today to cool off, the Austin Public Libraries are closed. Has to do with staff training, so the libraries are not gonna be available as a cooling center. Only the Terrasas Branch Library will be open as a cooling center from noon to eight o'clock this evening. The libraries all should be back open tomorrow. A Central Texas school district is no longer promoting a prayer event ahead of the first day of school. Burnett CISD inviting the community to pray for students and staff every day until school starts. And as News Nation Stephanie Haynes reports, critics say it's a violation of the First Amendment, while supporters say not so fast. As millions of students prepare to go back to school, the Burnett Consolidated Independent School District in Central Texas posted a countdown on its Facebook page saying, join us beginning tomorrow as we pray to the first day. Then came a complaint, according to a legal fellow at the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization based in Wisconsin, which seeks to promote the separation of church and state as outlined in the United States Constitution. The organization wrote a letter to the school district asking them to take the post down. Even though it wasn't specific about the kind of religion, that's still the government encouraging people to pray, which is a religious activity, and that singles out religion over non-religion for favoritism and promotion by the government. Some disagree and say this is not a First Amendment violation. Over the years, we've gotten into this idea of the separation of church and state to mean that church can never be involved in public life. The school wasn't promoting religion. The school was promoting a prayer marathon. The school district sent a statement to News Nation, which reads, to clarify, there was no planned event. There was a Facebook post encouraging the community to pray to the first day of school with a daily focus on different campus, staff, students, and parents. The post was intended to be a source of encouragement and support as the new school year kicks off. It's the latest part of a national conversation about religion and public schools. Plans to establish the nation's first religious charter school in Oklahoma now faces a legal challenge. In Louisiana, a new law requires signs with In God We Trust to be displayed in every classroom. And in Texas, a bill seeking to require the Ten Commandments in every classroom failed, but a new law now offers public school districts the option to hire a chaplain. And that was Stephanie Haynes reporting for us. Now, the Freedom From Religion Foundation says it does receive about a thousand complaints every year, and not everyone complies with the request or even has to do it. It's a request. That's for a judge to decide if it ever needs to go to the court. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Hi, good morning. Gee, big Thursday for the Longhorns as they get a commitment from Colin Simmons, defensive end out of Duncanville, considered one of the best at his position in the entire nation. As for the current Longhorns, well, speaking of five stars from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Quinn Ewers looking for that next step in the process. He is projected to be one of the best in the nation this year. Jalen Ford was one of the best last year, considered going to the NFL late in the season when he was having that amazing year, leading the Big 12 in tackles. But in their final game, that's when Ford decided he wanted to run it back one more time. 
I guess I could tell y'all that now, but pretty much the majority, even like during the Alamo Bowl, my heart was always to come back just because uh, I wanted to finish off. You know, I felt like I had a great year, um, but I was just getting started, honestly, and, um, you know, unleashing my potential. And, you know, uh, like he said earlier, uh, last year I was a kind of unknown guy, and now it's like uh, everybody, you know, is, has their eyes on me. So now it's like my motivation is to prove everyone right now. This time last year I was still, you know, trying to, to pick up you know, the offense and certain checks and whatnot and stuff like that. And this year it's kind of, I can just kind of be more me and, and play more freely. Um, and, you know, not have to think as much about, you know, what, what does this guy have? It just automatically clicks, which is, which is huge for my position because I can, you know, focus more on fronts and keep myself protected. College, they don't have the luxury of the preseason games or scrimmages like they do in high school, but they can enter squad scrimmage and they'll have one of their two big ones tomorrow at the stadium. Speaking of preseason, Cowboys and Jags tomorrow. You can watch it right here on KXAN, 3 o'clock pregame, 4 o'clock kick. Back to you. For those of you listening on our KXAN News Today podcast, thanks for being with us. Here's what else we're tracking in the next hour. New special treatment going on to Austin Rhodes as the city and University of Texas are trying to make life a little cooler for you.